Welcome to Silly History. I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. Back on November 30th, 1954, the people of Silicauga, Alabama, were going about their business as usual. So far, it had been a not-so-out-of-the-ordinary day. It was early afternoon, and as people were wrapping up their lunch breaks, an enormous ball engulfed in flames soared over 120 miles per hour through the sky on a downward trajectory. It was bright enough to witness from the states of Alabama, Georgia, and Mississippi. The object's final destination, though, appeared to be this little city. Silicauga is known for its white marble industry. Spanning 32 and a half miles through Talladega County, the Murphy Marble Belt is the world's largest commercial deposit of pure white marble. If you're curious about what a slab of the stuff looks like, you can, of course, look it up online to see more than a few pictures. Just Google search Salakaga Marble or Alabama Marble. My recommendation is to visit the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. and take a gander at the ceiling. Residents didn't know what to think of the blazing orb, describing its resemblance to a Roman candle firework or a giant welding arc. When the local authorities observed it propel through the lower part of the Earth's atmosphere, they immediately began to prepare for the worst, fearing they were about to track down the smoldering wreckage of a plane. The commonplace day, filled with the standard comings and goings, now appeared to be taking a dreadful turn. Ann Hodges was happily napping on the living room couch at the time, wrapped in a warm cocoon of quilts. Her mother was quietly minding herself in another room, and her husband, Eugene, was off at work. Suddenly, Anne's nap came to an abrupt end. A thundering crash resonated throughout the house, and the living room was filled with dust and debris. When the police and fire departments arrived at the house, Anne showed them the new three-foot-wide hole located in the corner of the living room ceiling. A large section of plaster dangled, and shards of wooden lath were scattered across the floor. The afternoon sun leaked through the large orifice shedding light onto a smashed radio console below. Anne explained that she initially thought the chimney caved in or the space heater burst, but her body ached as she got off the couch, and the longer she stood, the sorer she felt. Her left side around the hip was throbbing, and upon closer inspection, there was a massive bruise rapidly forming. Then she spotted what caused all of the wreckage. Resting on the floor, motionless after its long, fiery journey, was a large black satin finished rock, roughly six inches in diameter and weighing about eight and a half pounds. This was a meteorite. A field officer from the U.S. Geological Survey was sure of it. He had been working down at the nearby marble quarry when he was approached by authorities and brought back to the house. During his inspection of the rock, he considered the stories of people seeing the fireball flashing through the sky and how this large piece of debris pierced the roof like a bullet, bounced off the radio, and crash-landed into Anne. Yep, this came from outer space. Further inspection was conducted at the nearby Maxwell Air Force Base in Montgomery, confirming its identity. 
They further discovered that this was only a fragment of what used to be a larger rock, splitting into two or three pieces after penetrating the Earth's atmosphere. Another piece was found by a local just a few miles away. He managed to sell it, and with the proceeds, bought a house and car. Anne's husband, Eugene, didn't hear the story for himself until he arrived home that evening. The military had already taken the meteor back to base, and it took some fighting on Eugene's part to get it back. His attempts to sell it for a profit were far less successful. To this day, Anne Hodges is the only known person to be struck by a falling meteor and live to tell a tale. It's beyond astonishing that she walked away with only a large bruise. Astronomers have since noted that the odds of colliding with one is less than being struck by lightning while simultaneously caught in both a hurricane and tornado. It's a story for the ages, and one that Anne progressively disliked being a part of. In the end, she sold it to the Alabama Museum of Natural History, where you can still see it on display. A piece far more unique than marble. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This show is a Night Owl production and made possible thanks to donations by you, the listener.